Blog Talk Radio. Another day, another chance. again to Riding the Wave. I'm your host, Mark Healy, the managing editor of The Wave, Rockaway's newspaper since 1893. And a special treat today, Thomas Kerr, who is our editorial cartoonist and has been since 2010. Uh, You know, you see his editorial work every week. Uh, Every week is uh, another, you know, tremendous job that Tom does, you know, capturing what the editorial is and, and into his you know his his little spot there in the editorial page. He does a fantastic job every week. Uh, you've seen his work at the New York Times, the Boston Globe, the Wall Street Journal, the Chicago Tribune, and I can go on and on and on. Um, he's a nationally acclaimed artist, and we thought it would be great for Rockaway and for readers of the Wave, you know, to get a little sense of who Tom is and what he's all about. So we invited him over, and we had a chat, and this is uh, what we talked about. So we're here with uh, Thomas Kerr. He's not only the uh, editorial editorial cartoonist for The Wave, but he's uh, an incredible artist in his own right, and he joins us today on the podcast. Uh, Tom, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me here at The Wave. Uh, nice to see you this morning, Mark. It's not normally... Uh, uh, routine that we have. Normally, we do everything uh, digitally through yes. email, but um, it's really nice to see how the wave has restored itself here on uh, in Rockaway, and it's nice to get come into the actual physical plant and and uh, discuss you know political art I make and what it is uh, why I like Rockaway so much. One of the reasons you know um, I wanted to have Tom on on the show today and and to talk about the conversation uh, about how we get to it every week and how there's always an editorial every week and how there's always this incredible illustration that goes along with it. Um, before we get to that, uh, when did you, you know, when did you start uh, here at the wave? When, when was your first and how did it happen? Uh, well, I, I like newspapers just in general. It's just, uh, I've, I've liked them since I think childhood. And um, when I first moved to Rockway in 2010, uh, the first thing I did is beeline for a news agent and picked up all the local newspapers and the way it was amongst them. And I noticed that um, at that time they were using editorial art, which I is actually bucking the trend. This um, editorial art is, it's I think it's as relevant as it ever was, but you see less and less newspapers using it uh, and it's 
less and less acerbic. And, and here I pick up the wave and it's like a trip back into 20 years ago. The wave is using news art, it's using editorial art. And so at that time, um, uh, Howard was uh, the editor, and that's, um, I can't even remember his last name. Schwack. Schwack, that's right, Howard Schwack. Uh, he was, uh, and I made an appointment, and I said, hey, I'm you know, an editorial artist. I live in Rockaway. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be a um, perfect situation. So we met, and he uh, saw the stuff. The thing is, he was a little bit uh, surprised by who I previously had done a lot of stuff for, because um, I write in my portfolio mainly of New York Times pages. And uh, I've done the Wall Street Journal, the Boston Globe, the LA Times. Uh, so, but I really didn't make a difference until I was at the way. <laughs> well, I, just from my own, when I got here in 2014, uh, we had three different cartoonists. Yes. And I felt an immediate synergy with you uh, because I felt like you, when I... I implemented a lot of different things when I came to the wave just to, you know, to build on the the background. I had worked in newspapers. I had worked for, you know, the Associated Press. I had worked in sports. And in my sports uh, career, uh, I had started a magazine, Gotham Baseball Magazine. And one of the great elements of that was John Panisi, the artist, who is an illustrator as well. Yes. So, yes. you know, so my... My experience was if you have an artist that is on the same page as you all the time, and even in, and, and if there's a question, there's a brainstorming session, there's, there's an exchange of ideas, um, and I found that why do I have, why do I need three, three illustrators when I was working so well with you? And so a, a lot of that um, came out of the process of working with you. Uh, and so give me a, a sense of what was different about when I came on board and started to communicate with you. Well, um, you know, in, in the uh, line of uh, different styles when you work with them, uh, some are incredibly laconic. They speak briefly. They want to get kind of in and out. No fast food style, really. But in your case, uh, you tended to respond more to direct, you know, um, simmering down of the thesis of your writing into an image. And that's basically what an illustrator does. An illustrator, it's from a Latin term, illustrare, which means to illuminate or shed light upon. So um, in that role, when I was reading the article, I would look for the thesis. And, and a lot of times what I would do is, is once I had the idea of what the editorial is getting at, I'll generate a few ideas for myself, which never get seen. But when I find one that seems to be the most graphic and the most sort of eye-catching, that's when I light upon and then work to a finish. And I work relatively quickly. Um, I work in absolutely traditional materials, like literally a dip quill nib. Uh, in my <laughs> That's <studio>. so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, um, I pencil it out normally. Um, sometimes I don't have to if I've got a really good sense of what it is. But, but usually uh, to refine the composition a little bit and to, um, you know, lavish a little bit more technique and so forth on it. I'll, I'll probably pencil it out a little bit, very loosely, and then I'll go into it with the ink. And uh, I, I do work in a number, I could you know, paint it, but that would entail color, which is a whole other thing. But in this case, it's uh, nice because then I can hatch it up. And this is very, it's a, a long 
tradition of this type of work in the newspaper, and it reproduces beautifully because papers are inherently a little bit gray, and the graphic punch of a black and white ink is, uh, and it's something I've always used. I, I think it comes from my uh, my teacher um, that I had when I of illustration that I had back in my undergraduate days. His name was Dennis Budgeon, and and he said, "Well, nothing will have the expressiveness of a." a good quill pen, and so I think, uh, and he had done some wonderful quill work too, um, wonderful teacher in fact, and so I just trusted the man's words and kept using it myself, yeah, and, and it took time, of course. To I, I, I also enjoy the process of, you know, when I first got here, I would just get these random cartoons from people to put with the editorial, and I really felt, especially given our readership, especially given this paper, especially given, uh, you know, all the different um, kind of, you know, this huge melting pot that is the peninsula that is Rockaway. I really felt that the cartoonist or the illustrator or the artist should have some, you know, that, 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 that the, the illustration, uh, the editorial cartoon, as it were, should have a there should be a, a, as you said, an illumination of what the editorial is. What's the point of having, um, you know, I, this is how I felt anyway, uh, and others, some people disagreed with me, but I felt that for our paper, for our page, that it made more sense to have that agreement uh, thematically between the editorial and, and the illustration. Yeah, I think... Um, one of the things editorial illustration does is it graphically codifies the issues at hand, and so much so that it, it's, it's, I think, an incredibly potent uh, way of, of, um, of getting at the issues. And Rockaway has issues. I mean, it, it has uh, it feels disenfranchised quite often um, from, uh, especially you know, I think uh, Mayor De Blasio has felt the sting of this because the People don't feel broadly represented. He's bringing kind of an ideological bent to his uh, morality, and uh, he's pushing his money around the way he thinks will be effective for him electorally. And uh, people can see this; they can see right through it. And uh, and it, not that it's a, a nice soft spot for any mayor, because there is a long history of, of New York City proper kind of dumping on the Rockaways, and this is well established. But um, the thing that art can do is it can it can instantly in a moment deliver that message, and it's it's um, it's a New York tradition in many ways. Thomas Nast, um, who was an illustrator for the New York Herald, I believe, back in the day, he um, did images excoriating Boss Tweed and Tammany Hall, which um, you know at one point one of the lackeys of Boss Tweed came in and with the newspaper in hand, these people say, Boss Tweet, look what they've written about you. And, and of course, his reply was, uh, I don't care what they wrote. My constituents can't read. Look what they drew. <laughs> and of course, he was referring to Nass. And in fact, when he was caught, he went on the lam. When he was caught, he was identified by somebody who had seen his cartoons <laughs> and, and picked them out and on a train. So it's it's an interesting uh, history, and, uh, and it's a proud one. I I'm, I'm feel privileged to sort of follow in line with and. Because Rockaway has a lot of issues, and because it's um, 
because I think the people are highly motivated here to respond to them because, like anyone, uh, they don't like injustice. But it's like so pervasive sometimes that you, when you can reflect that in the editorials, and I can reflect that in the drawings, I think it's not just a synergy between us, but it's the readership too. The right. Well, that's the idea. It's the, yeah. the idea is to try to every week. Uh, I've had an editor tell me I stopped writing editorials because I don't know what to write anymore. And I find that preposterous because I, if you if you if you cover this area, you have something to write about every day. You have something to write about every hour of the day. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. uh, and I think that's why there is such a uh, powerful, uh, visceral uh, Facebook presence uh, from people in Rockaway. Whether you know, look, fair or foul, you know that's why it is. And to me, as a writer, uh, you know, at my core. You know, I'm an editor. I'm the managing editor, but at my core, I'm a writer. At my, at my core, I am, you know, trying to find what resonates. You know, take the temperature of the people that read read our paper. Um, and you talked about Boss Tweed and 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 the cartoons. You know, Parks is not happy with you. Uh, they were very upset with um, and me uh, for our editorial. And I, the reason I bring it up is because it was it was powerful. Uh, the uh, image of the sloth over, uh, sitting on the garbage can um, with the Parks Department, uh, you know, logo uh, emblazoned on its back. And, you know, they they called me and they were very upset. But I said, look, it that's what the look of the employee sitting on the garbage can when we're complaining about, uh, you know, pollution, we're complaining about attention to detail. And then there was this deflection of responsibility, deflection of accountability, which has become, let's be honest, uh, indicative of this administration. So, um, so you, you certainly have, you know, they were not happy. Yes. And, and, and you know, here's the thing. Um, I live right on the beach. And although I didn't see that particular incident, I had seen sort of similar, but I, to the uh, park's credit, and I hope you guys are listening. Um, I've noticed that there has been a concerted effort to actually pile up the trash a lot more in a much more timely fashion. Um, and, uh, and it's actually, I think somebody, I, I don't know, somebody out there, and I, I, there's so many people posting so many things, but they have said, this is how you take care of it. You'll take it to the curb and then you drive by and pick it up. And they've been doing that. So, and I think that that happened after the article and after the, uh, well, I, I, cartoon. right. And I think that I, I really think that, you know, when people are angry about the things that we do, that we're doing our job. I mean, that's how I feel. Absolutely. I think we received uh, some years back, and this may have been before you were the editor, we received a, um, uh, I think it would be one of the other, the triumvirate of cartoonists that we had. Elgin had done a uh, rather unflattering uh, portrait, I think, of Gregory Meeks. Yes, I remember that. And, uh, I, I remember reading about it, yeah. Yes, and I, I wrote a defense for that. And I think that, you know, in that case, uh, he got it just right. It's, it's not, the cartoons are not meant to flatter. Um, the illustrations are not meant to like stroke the ego of, of the people in power to, to challenge them. That is the whole point. Right. And, uh, you know, he was uh, offended by it, but he joins a number of other politicians who were offended, including boss Tweed. So it's not exactly the place that or the hill that any politician necessarily wants to die on. And, uh, it's, it's good that, um, it's good if, if it's if it's rankling, it's it's getting it's doing its job. That's exactly right. I, I often uh, our current president, for example, I 
I do a syndicated piece, and I've done about oh, seven or eight um, Donald J. Trumps. And, you know, I haven't yet used up all my orange watercolor. Or, uh, but, uh, you know, he's sort of an endless supply of, of uh, subject matter for me. And, and yeah, he, was, he will not like it. Um, people who support him won't like it. But it, it has to challenge the things that he does. I mean, if you're being fair about it, the guy is kind of crude. He's not a presidential type of guy. So, you know, he's taking the task on that. Uh, you know, you can debate the policies, but, you know, when he does do something, you know, you can pick on that one thing. Um, I, I try not to do them all the time, though, or you become sort of one-trick pony. You have other things you have to focus on. When I worked at Associated Press, one of the things that, you know, one of the things in the office was never give Healy any material. You know, never give me any material where you're like, you know, you're just writing it for me, you know, like you're basically just, you know, uh, the whole thing with um, the way Parks was dealing with, you know, their public communications with us based on some of the stuff where they were giving us Bible quotes, where they were, you know, <laughs> about the wind, the wind will bloweth where it listeth or whatever. Uh, I'm no biblical scholar, but I did find, you know, something in Proverbs that kind of, you know, kind of settled uh, at least for us, how we felt about how they were communicating with us, and I haven't gotten any, uh, I haven't gotten any uh, excuses slash uh, biblical biblical uh, quotes uh, since. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's funny, when yeah. they give you material, uh, it certainly is much more, as you said, uh, if it's there, you have to comment on it somehow. Yeah, that's line it up. I, I mean, with the biblical uh, commentary, one one you know brings to mind Moses or something in the parting of the water, right? And then right. you see trash in, in a way, but <laughs> you know, and and be glad I didn't do that one. I could offend not just the parks department but some religious quarters as well. So uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things where uh, the it's, it's not, I think we're doing a job if you're uncomfortable. And of course, if, if the people who are reading the editorial, the editorial reader who, who looks at it and says, you know, that's exactly right. That's how, how I feel about it, too. Sometimes I try not to be cryptic about the work. I try to use symbols that are common and are sort of in the air, as it were. Uh, you know, we all, you know, the easiest ones to think about are things like, well, a pig is, is uh, gluttonous, so it's greedy. Or, you know, and there's a whole tradition of French um, editorial art that, that riffs off of that. Um, and, uh, you know, we can think of other things that represent, like, wings lift you up, uh, you know, thumbs push you down, you know, so you can, like, employ these things in pictures, and people will immediately be able to respond, even sometimes if they're not sure exactly what the picture is saying, they'll still feel it, they'll get a sense of it, and that's, that's when, uh, you know, editorials can become kind of powerful, and it's, it's a privilege to do it, I, I enjoy doing it, it's a, and, and the more, uh, pointed the editorial, the more I like it, as you know. Yes, I do. And uh, just let me say, before I get to my next question, it is a privilege as well to work with you. Uh, you know, you are not just a incredible artist, but you're also a teacher. Uh, and and as, as, someone, as someone who has done that, has been an adjunct, and has taught younger people who are trying to come into my profession, um, I get a sense of energy. Um, I get a sense of responsibility. Uh, it makes me a better journalist when I have that opportunity to teach someone else the craft. So do you have a similar experience when you're teaching? Well, it, that's uh, 
first of all, I'd give a shout out to St. John's. It's a wonderful place to be a professor, and uh, I've been there since uh, 1999, I think, which uh, and and this tenure is six, and. It was, it's a, a wonderful place to work, and the students are terrific. Um, in my role there, though, I, I'm kind of like, um, how it's called? in baseball, you have like leagues. You have the major leagues, and you've got the minors. I'm kind of like a minors coach there. Not, not that it's a bad thing, but it, it's more about fundamentals, like how to draw anatomy and figurative um, things, and how to like paint and use technique in that regard. So it's, it's actually... Um, it's it's nice to you know not actually have to focus on how to simmer down ideas. Although I do eventually move on to more senior classes, and I will teach editorial art, both in other words, how to develop an opinion into an image. And that's of course nice. They're they're all at the early stages, so some some kids take to it like a you know like a duck to water. Others um, take longer. Uh, some of them are not interested in making art that way. It's just completely legitimate. Not everybody works in the same mold. And uh, some people want to be graphic novelists and tell stories that way. Some people want to be cartoonists, like you might see in Marvel. Uh, I've had students who have even gone on to work at Disney as animators. So. And, uh, you know, a privilege. And I'm amazed at where these students end up going. It's just always uh, astounding to me. So it's, it's one of the great privileges of my life. And uh, when you see some of the lessons that you employ uh, appearing in students' work, it's, it's heartening. You know, it's sort of like the great reward of, of you know, teaching. It's, it, only, you only really appreciate teaching when you see what the uh, result is years afterwards. It's sort of like planting a seed, and then you come back, and all of a sudden, it, it's not just a plant that turned into a forest, and you're sitting there right. astounded at the height of it, and, and you realize that, you know, your part was small in a way, but it played a role. And that's, that's the amazing thing about teaching. And it's an art in its own right. It takes a long time to get, get a handle on and uh, to communicate to students and uh, be able to get them to focus on what's important, too. It's, but it's when, the, when it all works, it's, it's marvelous. I... Uh... I know that you always have these all these interesting things going on. You always are making these trips and and talking about all these different adventures that you have uh, through your art and 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 you know uh, I know that you have some stuff coming up. Why don't you share with uh, our audience what do you have coming up? Yeah, well, uh, locally in Rockway, I've been exhibiting a, a series of watercolors over at Claudette's, which you know, uh, shout out to Claudette, wonderful you know French Moroccan cuisine, um, and. Uh, some of that show, as a matter of fact, most of my work in the show is going to a, a one-man exhibit that will be going up in uh, Prosper University in, in Maryland. Uh, it will be opening on September 9th, and it will go for a month. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. The, the folks there are absolutely marvelous. Um, the uh, professor who organized it is a former student, now children's book author, Jameson Nodon. And uh, he is a superbly talented illustrator hardworking, and he's, uh, I think, expecting his fourth child. So oh, my goodness. He's got motivation to get stuff done. Sure. And uh, we're really looking forward to getting the work down there. And uh, and uh, it's going to be, a, I think, a, a mix of stuff. I, I, I work in a few different modalities. Uh, the way to write it is if you're a writer, you, you, wrote, you write poetry, you 
prose, you write journalism. And, you, and, and in my case, I kind of have the same type of life. And um, what I'm going to try and do is mash this together in, in a single exhibit. So I'm going to be uh, featuring uh, poetry, which I think is a personal art. It's figurative, um, but I think it's aesthetically beautiful. And I try to give it a, an edge. Um, but then there will be the political art, which will include work by the wave. I've got quite a number of wavish pieces to put in there. And then um, I'll have a project yet to be named. And the other thing I'm, I'm kind of known for uh, and, uh, is my draftsmanship, my sketching. So I, I always carry a sketch. You know, give me some color comment. I'm holding up my little bag, which I get my sketch pad in at all times. And, uh, and I sketch itinerantly all the time. And, and I do life studies. Uh, you know, families, cover your children's ears, they're throwing so naked. <laughs> and uh, the thing is that in order to inform yourself to draw the human figure and to make it expressive in the correct ways, you have to do these sort of fundamental studies all the time. It's, it's sort of like uh, going to a gym as an athlete. So, I've, but I, over the years, I've collected a great number of these. And so I'm winnowing down about, you know, I don't know, a thousand of them into a cohesive show. For, so that, and, and that'll all be on at Prosper. It's shaping up now. And I'm also currently working on a um, book proposal, um, how to sketch for designers and illustrators. It's a uh, sort of a beginner's guide. Oh, that's so, exciting. Yeah, that's the proposal. It's my attempt to do some writing, too. I used to doodle. And my favorite book when I was a kid is How to Draw, Draw Comics the Marvel Way. It was always <laughs> my favorite. I have that. I, I loved it because... There was a time when that was what I thought I was going to be, was a comic book artist. And, you know, my skills never progressed to the point where uh, they, were, they were good enough to get me into the School of Music and Art. But it wasn't a school, it wasn't a, a path that I pursued. And, you know, I, I, I always like, you know, I, I'm at, let's put it this way, I'm happy to draw, I was happy to draw cartoons for my kids, you know. So that was, that was where that took me. But... Um, you know, I have an editorial to write, and I have to send it to you so you can get your editorial done, editorial cartoon done, and it was just a real pleasure uh, to have you uh, around today. Oh, well, thanks a lot. Um, and I'd like to thank the uh, readers of The Wave um, for, uh, you know, for looking, basically, for uh, following along. It's, it's a, a really terrific uh, thing to get work out to you guys, and it's a privilege. I'll uh, say... Um, you know, my, my mom is actually coming to Rockaway. Um, she'll be traveling with us to the show. So Great. shout out to my family and my sister who will be with her. And uh, to the uh, RAA, there's a lot of other terrific artists. Uh, you know, perhaps they'll, they'll, they'll make their way here. Um, and uh, I, I did say I, I would give a shout out to Joel Cohen, who is a collaborator of mine. He, uh, he prints uh, a lot of uh, the promotional material I used to do, and, and we do arts collaborations. So thanks for having me here and thanks for giving me the opportunity to thank all these excellent people and the readers and uh, I appreciate it. It's really great. Well, I love working with you and I'm looking forward to the next time you come and uh, definitely keep us in the loop as to, you know, what, what's next with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you.